Welcome to the Sal Vetri Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the podcast and the YouTube channel. Today on Friday, December 27th, it is 6 a.m., and I'm going to break down the five-game NBA slate. Nice balanced approach this week. Usually Fridays are a huge slate. There's six total games, but one is at 4 p.m., so if you like showdowns, you can check that out. That'll be in the target offense sheet, but I won't be breaking down that game. Just a five-game slate. Welcome to the channel and the podcast if you're new here. My name is Sal Vetri. I cover daily fantasy sports and fantasy sports in pretty much all the avenues. PGA starts in six games, and yes, I will be beginning to cover PGA on a weekly basis on both Patreon and on the YouTube channel. Patreon is where I have more exclusive content, more stuff that I do here if you like that, more advanced stuff as well. If you like some game-by-game notes, some Excel sheets, my projections, a lot more things like that, ownership shows, all that's on Patreon. But even if you don't want to purchase that, you're not as involved. If you want to support my work at all by donating, you can do that over on Patreon by making a, a Patreon donation. So I do appreciate that. You can follow me on my Instagram, my sna- uh, my um, my Twitter. Instagram, if I hit 2,000 followers, once I do that this week, I will hit and I will release my game by game notes for the NFL week 17. So you can be sure to link down below to Instagram, follow me there. And then lastly, above is drafters.com. It's a snake draft similar to what you do for season long fantasy. It's a snake draft, but for that day, it takes like 10 minutes at most to draft these things. And you can do it for the NBA. You can do it for the NFL. I have a listener league up for the NFL right now. I'll drop that link down below so you can check that out. Join there. There's nine spots currently left. And if that fills, I'll add another one. So it is a $5 buy-in, totally free. Come hang out. We'll play. But also, if you want, you can sign up with the promo code SAL100, S-A-L-1-0-0, for 100% deposit match. 100% is 100% deposit match. If you enter 20 bucks, you get $20 for free. So yes, I do benefit from that. I am an affiliate or a sponsor of the site, but you do as well. If you do indeed want to play there, why not get 20 bucks for free if you're going to enter 20 anyway? So Sal 100 is a code. Check out drafters. I do like them and then check out the rest of the content and, and hit that subscribe button before we get going, approaching 17,500 subscribers. Y'all friggin' rock. Hopefully you had a good holiday. New year's approaching. Let's stay happy, safe, healthy, and win some money in NBA DFS. What do you say? So Let's start off with the injury news. Starting at the top here, I have it filtered by team, I believe. Yes, I do. Um, Five-game slate, very nice slate here. Malcolm Brogdon questionable with a groin. He'll be a game-time decision, they say. Aaron Holiday would start in his place. TJ McConnell would get impacted. And Jeremy Lamb should see a minutes bump and a usage bump. Uh, Justice Winslow remains to be out for Miami with a back. Kendrick Nunn, Tyler Hero, Goran Dragic, who's been playing very well as of late, and Jimmy Butler. All the guards pretty much or, or and or small forwards with Jimmy Butler. We'll continue to see a good run. Michael Carter-Williams, MCW for Orlando versus Philadelphia. A, a revenge game for him today. He will be out, though, with a shoulder. Marco Fultz, DJ Augustine will just see more bump in their overall solidity, solidity in minutes or solidifying their minutes is a better word to say there. And, and Terrence Ross might see a bump, but probably not. PJ Washington is due to return from this finger injury that he had, I believe, surgery on it. He's unlikely to be limited, though. So Cody Zeller should probably get less minutes at the four and not start at the four. Washington, I imagine, goes right back to that. He's already priced up, though, to 6400 against OKC. Well, he'll be going up against a team that doesn't have Gallo today. And we'll talk about that in a second. But Bridges, Marvin Williams also see big impacts with P.J. Washington in there. It hurts their minutes at the four and their playing time overall for guys like Marvin Williams and Zeller. Eric Paschal is questionable with a hip. Price all the way down to six th- or thirty seven hundred here against Phoenix today. Um, Glenn Robinson the third, Damian Lee, just Lee's return is going to ruin Pascal either way. Marcus, Chris, uh, Omari Spellman, all these guys would maybe see a minutes bump, but mainly just Robinson and Lee. Kevon Looney will miss once again. 
I literally have the reason for Kevon Looney missing as Looney, his last name. So something got messed up typing there. I don't have the injury in here, but I could add it later. Willie Cauley-Stein, Amari Spellman, and Marquise Chris would see more run here. For Phoenix, DeAndre Ayton will miss once again with the ankle injury. So he comes back from a suspension. Then he goes right back out with an ankle. Aaron Bain should continue to start seeing nice minutes into the 30s here uh, in a matchup that is very easy and simple against Golden State. Frank Kaminsky, Dario Sarge also will be impacted. Alex Lynn is doubtful with an ankle. Doesn't really matter too much. John Collins has been playing a lot of center since he's returned. I imagine that continues. Bruno Fernando and Damian Jones probably split up the 18 minutes of backup center today, if not less. And then Gallo. Gallinari, we found out yesterday he's going to miss at least three games starting today. He already missed yesterday, so at least four games total. He's out with an ankle. Darius Baisley will get a lot of four minutes. SGA sees a minutes um, point-per-minute production boost once he's out. Ferguson, uh, Muscala, all these guys will see some sort of bump in their minutes probably, uh, but nothing major. Baisley will probably continue to step in, play 30 minutes or so. And a really good matchup against Charlotte, so this actually matters. Charlotte is not the worst team in the league against points in the paint anymore, but they are a bottom five team. I will quickly go to the target offense sheet. I'll just just stay on it so you can screenshot it if you would like. I'm not going to break down this. We're still waiting on the total for Miami and Indy. I will let you know the highest team total, as you would expect here, 11-point favorites, Milwaukee versus Atlanta, 124.5 team total for Milwaukee, Atlanta 113.5. So, yeah, there's really, there is risk of Giannis being pulled because of a blowout. It is the fastest-paced game as well. So keep an eye on that one. But Giannis in 28 minutes could also drop 60 fantasy points and be needed on a five-game slate. Um, Outside of that, nothing crazy in team totals. Atlanta actually has the second highest on the slate currently with Miami and Indies, again, not being on the slate. The next fastest pace spot is Charlotte versus OKC. Um, Both of these teams play above average pace, but you don't get a great team total out of it because... They're just both inefficient teams. Four-point favorite for OKC on a back-to-back, 107.25 team implied total. Charlotte on 103.25 team implied total. That is the second-highest pace game. The rest of the games are below league average in pace. So you have Orlando and Philly, both really good defensive teams. Both teams play below league average. Philly are three-point favorites, 106.5 team total. Orlando, 103.5. So both of those, not that fun to watch, or fun to watch maybe in real life, two playoff teams, but not that fun to watch for DFS purposes. A lot of their uh, production will probably eat into each other just because of the good defenses. Miami and Indy, we're still waiting on that total, but that is going to be the slowest pace game on the slate as both teams play at extremely slow paces. And then lastly, Golden State and Phoenix. Phoenix actually plays at a fast pace. It's going to be a pace up spot for about a possession to two for Golden State, but a decent sized pace down spot for Phoenix. We're three point favorites today in this one with a 113 team implied total, third highest on this five game slate. Currently, Golden State with a 110. 110 team implied total for Golden State is higher than their season average, which is good to see. And again, they're in a pace up spot, so that makes sense. Let's head over to my early interests today, and we'll go from there. So I have early interests listed here. I believe I have 20 players on this, as I usually try to do for you all. Um, and I have a Filtered by highest salary to lowest. So Embiid at 9,700. Yes, he's playing Vooch. I don't really care. Embiid is not relying on backing up and, and posting you up to score. And that's where Vooch and guys like Rudy Gobert are just really good at stopping you. Embiid shoots the majority of his shots from the mid-range. So anywhere from 5 to like 10 feet away from the basket, which is very good to see. He can post you up. He can shoot from 3. $9,700 is too cheap even for this matchup on a five-game slate for Joel Embiid. You can see that I don't have currently Giannis or Trey Young on here. Young's really expensive. He's been playing extremely well, as he has all year, but lately really well. Uh, Giannis, obviously, you can get to if you want. I'm kind of playing the narrative that maybe that one turns into a blowout, but I might have some Giannis depending on how the slate goes. Giannis is currently probable to play today. Sabonis at 8,100. Look, you can say that the matchup against Bam in Miami is difficult, and it might be one of the toughest in the league. Sabonis has been knocking out tough matchups, whether it's against um, Joel Embiid, whether it's against Detroit whether it's against Utah, the toughest of matchups and he's been knocking them out and his price point doesn't change. So if you're going to tell me that his price point's not changing because of the matchup and he didn't play 35 minutes at close to 1.2 fantasy point per minute production, I like Sabonis, especially if he doesn't go on today. 
Jimmy Butler also priced down on the opposite side of this matchup. Shooting guard, small forward eligible. The guy is just too cheap here. He should probably be in my model price around 8,400. You're getting a very nice discount for 26% usage, 20 plus percent assists. Rebounding rate is there. And the guy's just going to play 35 plus minutes. Vooch across from Embiid is $2,000 less at $7,700. I'd rather play Embiid for even the $2,000 more bump in price, but even Vooch. Vooch is very similar to Embiid. A lot of Vooch's shots do not come posting people up or in right down in the paint next to the rim. He'll take couple steps back and shoot a jump shot. Most of Vooch shots come from mid-range for his entire career, so these guys will not cannibalize each other as much. Yes, they will see each other a lot, but not nearly as much as people expect. I think Vooch is fine. John Collins is going to play a ton of minutes as he has been. Look, if you're going to tell me John Collins is going to play close to 38 minutes, 36 minutes a game instead of the 30 he was playing last year per game, he's just going to crush. This is a guy who's a fantasy plus point per minute producer, 1.1 really producer and if he plays 35 minutes in most matchups he will score 40 plus points now against brooke lopez it's more of a physically dominating spot here but i think that the way that john collins suits up and i'm not this is not the old nba where it's set pieces and you want to play and post people up i think he's in a good spot at 7600 d'angelo russell continues to be way too cheap great matchup against phoenix here today uh, 31 minutes per game. 31.3 is the most he's ever played in his career. Uh, he has a 33% usage rate. That is the highest in his career. He's shooting the best that he has in his career percentage-wise from all por- por- parts of the court. And at 7,400, all I needed is 32 minutes out of him. You get that, he's going to smash this price point. Rubio at 71 has been very good this season, uh, above 20% in assists and usage, 24% in usage, 32 minutes a game when he's healthy, he's fantastic, and now he gets one of the best matchups in the league for a guard against Golden State. Middleton, we finally saw nice minutes, but look, he's $7,000, I'm going to put a yellow on Middleton, because there's a good chance if this one blows out, he plays 26 to 28 minutes and not 33 to 34. And with the price point coming up, it's difficult. There's still no Eric Bledsoe. They're playing Atlanta. He is playing 28 minutes a game. But again, this is a concern as 11-point favorites here. The usage is there at 25% or above. The rebounding is always there. The three-point attempts are there. It's just, do you get those extra five to six minutes to, instead of him scoring for you today 28, he can get you closer to 38. Uh, Shea Gilchrist Alexander, no Gallo will help uh, SGA. Price point comes up $100 since last night. He's just going to play 35 plus minutes. He's going to shoot 20 plus times, and he has a nice usage rate. Assist percentage really isn't there next to Chris Paul. I do think SGA is in play, but he's more of a secondary interest for me. Tobias Harris for against Orlando, tough overall matchup. Aaron Gordon might be on him there, but he's just very much reliant on playing at the three because he picks up rebounds there still. He gets a lot of assists, which is good to see, especially with Ben Simmons driving or Embiid in the paint. And then he also gets his shot up, especially from three. So he's very he's an odd player who actually benefits from being at the three rather than the four. We saw last year Aaron Gordon go from the four to the three because of John Isaac. And it kind of ruined his game a little bit because he was not as good of a shooter as Tobias Harris currently is. But Harris just sees a bigger bump to his assists. Not playing next to Joel Embiid, he actually sees a decent uh, stability to his rebounding rate. 6,600 is a fair price point. Draymond Green at 6,300. Yeah, the the minutes limit is just complete garbage. They said he was going to play 27 minutes per game. He hasn't been playing that. Um, They're not on a back-to-back because they played on Christmas. So I think he's fine to play. Really, he's a point guard, small forward eligible. 32 minutes in this one, probably what I'll project him for. And at 6,300, it's too cheap against Phoenix, who will not have DeAndre Ayton today. Adams at 62 on a back-to-back has been very solid. He's just playing huge minutes. If you're going to get 30, 32 minutes out of Adams every single game, he's averaging 28 per game, but over the last two weeks or so, he's been playing 30 to 32. If you're going to get that at 6,200, it's hard to ignore. Aaron Holiday, Evan Yellow, 5,400 is steep against Miami. It's very steep. Only interest, of course, in Malcolm Brogdon is out, but you'll get very good usage assists all those above 20 percent and you'll get close to 30 to 32 minutes if not more maybe 34 minutes at a holiday at 5400 not a, not a smash play even if brogdon's out because of the price point but definitely in play 
I think very interesting is Goran Dragic at 5,300 with no Winslow still. He's been playing a ton of minutes lately. He's been playing close to 30 minutes a game. He's a fantasy point per minute producer right around there. 25% usage, close to 20 plus percent assists. He's been fantastic. $5,300 against Indy, also a tough matchup, but if there's no Brogdon, it gets much easier against Holiday. I think I prefer Goran Dragic's over Aaron Holiday today if Brogdon is out and Holiday actually starts. Brooke Lopez, secondary interest, but he's been playing the minutes as of late, 30-plus per game. He'll get to go up against Atlanta, which has John Collins, who he can physically dominate there, but Lopez has just been known for taking his game out to the three-point line, setting up at the top. Doesn't really need to be down low, but he'll be in a good rebounding matchup. Jeremy Lamb at 5,000 becomes a better play if there's no... If you get no Malcolm Brogdon today, shots-wise, more attempts. But at 5,000, he's way too cheap. This is a guy who's averaging 30 to 32 minutes a game. Played 35 in the last one without Brogdon, averaging 20-plus percent usage. And for more times than not, he will score 28 to 30 fantasy points. And now he's priced to only have to score you 25, so I like that. Aaron Baton's going to play 30-plus minutes against his bad Golden State team. Uh, yeah, his minutes limit has been disappearing. There's no, um, once again, this is probably the best, one of the best value plays in the slate, one of the most stable value plays in the slate, and a really good matchup. I'll project him for somewhere around 28 to 30 minutes. He'll pop up in my projections for around 28 to 30 fantasy points, um, maybe 26 to 28 fantasy points, and he's only 4,800. If you do want those projections, I'll link them up above right now over to Patreon. I do player projections every single day. We have about 350 Patreons over there, so you can come join the community. Check it out. Willie Cauley Stein, 4,500, has just been great. I mean, the guy continues to play 28 to 30 minutes uh, with no Kevon Looney. That only stabilizes even more. At 4,500, he's going to be one of the better value plays in a nice matchup against Phoenix here. And then lastly, Derek Jones Jr.'s minutes are there. Tough matchup, but a small forward eligible guard or small forward eligible power forward um, in this one. Not good usage, relies on rebounding and scoring, but it's okay. George Hill, still no Eric Bledsoe. George Hill and Dante DiVincenzo. DiVincenzo are fine options against Atlanta here. I'll go with more George Hill just because he's a lot cheaper. They're going to split the 28 minutes probably at point guard. DiVincenzo is about $1,000 more, but you can get there as well. So that's it. Those are 20 interests. That is the injury dashboard. I'll put it back to the target offense sheet if you're interested. Thank you for tuning in. Um, I really do appreciate it. You can hit the link down below. Head over to drafters.com. You can join the listener league for the NFL slate. My NFL final thoughts video is also out. You can check that out. Before you leave, be sure to hit that subscribe button. Before we get to the new year, my goal is to hit 18,000 subscribers, which we're going to need a little bit of a push for. 500 more. So I do appreciate that. Thank you all so much for tuning in. My name is Sal. You already know that. Check me out on Instagram. Once we hit 2000, I'll release my NFL week 17 game by game notes for free, totally free if we hit 2000 Instagram subscribers and also follow me on Twitter. Peace out gang. I hope you enjoyed that podcast. And before you go, if I can get you to subscribe and follow the podcast, download a few if you wish. But if you enjoyed this podcast, if you could please subscribe, helps me out, helps support it. So thank you so much. And I will see you in the next one.